It's time for another episode of Competitive Edge for League of Legends. Obviously, we have one for CSGO on our CSGO channel as well, if you are a fan. These are brought to you by Esports Bets. And in terms of the show, as you are aware, what we do is we look at uh, previews of certain matches, shadow box the matchups a little bit every week, provide you guys some insight into the strategy, and uh, contextualize it in the odds that are presented on esportsbet.io. As a reminder, use our referral link if you want to start predicting some of these games. You can deposit some crypto on the site and get a 50% bonus up to $200. You will also, for every dollar of crypto that you deposit, get 50 DJT. And DJT are the proprietary currency of eSports Bet that you use to participate in the World's Prediction Series. Now, this is an event that will be going through the end of the year where you predict matches, and if you get enough DJT, you can win up to 300,000 USDT. It's a lot of money for free. Uh, you can also just get DJT for free by signing up to the site, going to their Discord. We'll give you some more if you just message the mods. If you log in every day, you'll get a little bit more every single time, up to 5,000, and start predicting away, and uh, you can win real money for free. So pretty good. It's a fun way to participate in the games, either in CSGO, League of Legends, or your other favorite esports. And uh, yeah, good times, good times. Uh, last week, by the way, very exciting. We did insanely well. So we were looking at a lot of potential upsets uh, that might occur um, where we thought that we could get some really good value, even if it was kind of an underdog um, we thought it, you know, probably wasn't like a 75% or it was like, <clears throat> there were also matches where we thought that the, by the odds, the underdog was actually the favorite, which made yes, it even more conclusion yes. confusing. Um, so we actually have updates on our results so far. And as you can see, the advice that Thorin and I give on these shows is really fucking good. And it's worth mentioning that as we ch check out these results, um, the, the the predictions we do on this show are done on my account. Um, so all of those are reflected on mine. Thorin does some on his own uh, content and channels. You guys want to look at that. Thorin so far is uh, obviously up massively, has won almost 40,000 DJT. God only knows how there's a world where you can bet on Team Liquid to beat FlyQuest and that wins you mega but It happened. It apparently it happened. I don't even remember that one. It's pretty cool. Because that uh, feels like it should be a fucking massive favorite, surely, but whatever. Right. And we had uh, the biggest win so far on this show last week, which was XL at 2.2 odds. So they were the underdog in odds over Vitality. And, uh, I, you know, because of the remake, beat them not only once, but twice, uh, in fact. <laughs> so got a lot from that. Uh, so far, we're up 16,000 DJT uh, and down 5,000. So we're By up the way, net, almost a, what, 11,000. That's pretty fucking good. We're going to talk about in this episode, but I actually have a prediction for fans out there. Watch for the future episode to see if I'm right. With the way it's been going so far, I actually genuinely think you are going to see XL repeatedly get these yes. crazy scenarios <laughs> where whenever they play the people who essentially are just their peer group, it feels like they're going to be put as the underdog. A mixture of they're not historically the big name. And then also, I think that a lot of casual fans just see the big name and think, they th here's the problem. They think this is like, if this was like a year ago, XL, it's like, oh, easy, right? I'll take Rogue to beat them in the regular. So it's like no not like in this particular split XL and Mad who I'm pretty sure we're going to get to talk about quite a lot 
These are the two teams that look like they've got some mad juicy sort of like territory yes. carved out where they just look like they're actually way better in the server than they, they appear to be on these odds for some reason repeatedly. I mean, we talked to Nelson on uh, on Summoning Insight and he, th he thought kind of like the European power rankings right now were more or less like G2 is the best team, XL is the second best team, Mad Lions is the third best team. Yep. With, with basically his thoughts, you guys can go watch the show and, and get more in-depth information. But uh, it's the value of, of watching these shows and like uh, listening to the guests because you get a lot of insight. Uh, XL has only lost to G2 and they've been pretty fucking convincing in their wins otherwise. And now we know, like he said, uh, they really learned a lot from scrimming T1 and their month long boot camp in Korea in terms of how to play the early game. They learned a lot from RNG and the other LPL teams about how to play out some of these team fights. So we know what they've learned and now we can apply this information to predicting some of these matches. So try to provide value for you guys, make it so you can get some of these predictions, right? Go climb your way up in the world prediction series over on esportsbet.io. In the meantime, uh, we can talk about uh, we can talk about some of the matches that are happening this week. We've picked out across a variety of regi regions some matches that seem uh, pretty good in terms of odds. They're going to be below me right now on the screen. Some of the matches we're going to talk about, we'll throw in maybe a, a one or one or two to touch on briefly. But the first one that's coming up, and if you guys are watching the new LCK weekly show that I do with Wolf. Uh, also on this channel, uh, I, I talk about that odd, th those odds as well a little bit on that show. But it's the T1 versus DRX matchup, which, you know, a lot of people, including the odds here, think that T1's a heavy favorite. And DRX, they've had a like a pretty weak strength of schedule, but many of their wins have been convincing. Now, both T1 and DRX lost on the same day this week. Um, and so both of them lost to opponents that you would think they would be favored versus. Um, but if you look at the strength of both of these teams, I do think T1 will win this series, but it's just the vast gulf in the odds of 1.320 for T1 to 3.302 for DRX. Like, I think maybe this is like a 60% T1 wins, but the upset potential of, of DRX is not as, as vast as this gulf in the odds would have you believe. Yeah, and I also think another factor you have to put in here is, basically, here's another angle. I'm sure Monty's going to continue with this. Throughout the split, you are going to see T1, not just because it's T1, it has all the big name. It is the G2, the Fnatic of its region. It not only has the historical value, but they've just done an undefeated split. So it's going to mean that people are going to put all the money in on T1 continuously, and they're going to actually act as though they're going to win every single series. So I predict, just like we've had with Down 1 previously, and now we're doing with the RX, there's going to be a few angles just on the odds, like Monty's saying, like, yes, maybe T1 even is the favorite to win sure but some of these odds are going to be skewed i mean i'll give you a reason why for this matchup it's not even a bad one either if you notice one of the things me and monty ever since msi have honed in on is as much as everyone hyped gumayushi they overhyped him they made it sound like he was already the complete adc whereas instead he's still the raw potential well look who they're going against in this particular matchup fucking deft and beryl as the bot lane like there's a perfect bot lane to have a chance to do something against this team and disrupt them a little bit you know yeah also um i mean i think it's interesting because when we look at the top side of the match, like Kingen is is a scaling tank guy. Like they can't let him have Orn. Basically, I mean, I think T1 will ban Orn because they just lost to Mid Orn as well uh, earlier this week. So I, I think that we've seen teams start to hone in on some of T1's weaknesses. But you know, DRX is a team that likes to just kind of scale up into the late game. They seem well suited to this meta. They absolutely could take this best of three. I do think they are the underdogs and that is reflected in the odds, but I don't think they're like 
3.302 underdog. Like, that is a crazy underdog. Um, that's almost as high as you can get in terms of a, an actual competitive match that isn't a major region versus a wild card region at MSI or something like that, where it's going to be like four, four or five to one, right? Um, but I, 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 do, I do think that if you guys want to take a little bit of a risk, uh, this one has obviously insane upside uh, as we look right now. I, I put on it when it was actually even slightly higher earlier this week when when Wolf and I did our show. So I just put 500 DJT on this. Uh, again, I do not think DRX is the favorite here, but I think the upside is actually crazy. If you guys do want to check out some of the other features on the site of EsportsBet, if you like stats, they also have some really interesting stat pages that show the last uh, like 25 games between teams. So it helps you, um, it you know, it helps you figure out like for example. Do I want to uh, put a prop bet down on first for turret or first dragon? Uh, we know historically, like over in recent times, now this includes some of the previous patches, right, in 25 games, because we haven't seen 25 games on the current patch yet. But it does give you some sense of trends overall. And I think in this particular matchup, like first turret down, if you combine red side and blue side, about 50% for DRX, they tend to play a little bit more passively. Whereas we know that, Obviously, T1 really likes to play aggressively in first turret. This was true at MSI as well. It's continued to be true. They like to take these early leads. They like to get Herald and cross map uh, and get that first turret down really fast. You can see over almost like the combined is over 85% uh, between blue side and red side for T1 over their last 25 games. So maybe you go and say first turret goes to T1. I think that's also pretty reasonable as we as we look at these statistics. Um Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, talk about another match, uh, which is Rogue versus XL. It's another game, just like the Vitality game last week, where XL is almost at 2.2. So it's very similar odds to the Vitality one. Now, obviously, Rogue is going to be a better better team than Vitality. So it's not... You, you might say this is like 50-50 or 55 XL. But if you believe that, then over two odds are, are very good for it. Yeah, the thing is, and obviously we talk about LEC on the Best Damn League show, which is going to be on the channel that you're on right now. We, if you listen to that show, basically the general take of me and Dom on these two teams goes like this. XL legitimately in the server look like one of the absolute best teams in the league. Like basically the only yes. questions for them are all like intangible slash narrative stuff of like, you know, some of their players haven't won the LEC. They haven't been in the big finals. They're like, Because basically that, by the way, that's, an in, that's to highlight how good they look now in the regular split. That basically you're already looking to the playoffs. Like, will they have a let down because so far it, like most of the games look great even like once he said the game they played before the re-game against Vitality was looking awesome everything looked clean everything was playing out exactly what you want Nelson's hype actually it's funny the week he came on because if he'd come on a few weeks earlier you might think he's overhyping it when he was saying like, they're one of the only teams who knows how to play out like the late game and understands the macro and stuff it looks like it dude it's, it doesn't look like he's blowing smoke like they look really good meanwhile Rogue this is the interesting thing like, if you give them a long enough time span, I think they have better players. And in theory, like, last split, the team was way better. That doesn't really look like it's the case, actually, in the current patch or whatever the current landscape they walked in. They're getting it back together. They're gradually building their way back up in the rankings, but they haven't looked like the killers they were in the previous split. So I actually, if you're, if you're saying if it was, like, even money, I actually think XL's the slight favorite here. So yep. the fact that they're the underdog, I think it's crazy, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think also you have to consider that XL you know, teams that go and boot camp very heavily before a split often start out the gate stronger. And like you say, I do think Rogue pound for pound is probably better players. 
but they've started a bit slow and like Excel seems really like on top of this meta. I think Rogue will probably ramp up as the split goes on, but for right now, Excel is is certainly, you know, the one game they lost against G2 was like a mega Caps pop-off game, right? Um, and when Caps is on form, he's the best player in the West. So, it, you know, Excel is just not going to be able to match up with that level of firepower on a good day for Caps. But I, I think, you know, Excel again, like you say, probably going to be the favorite in this matchup. And considering that's not reflected once again in the odds, uh, like we saw earlier, we did it. We got... Got, we went huge last week because of the XL prediction over Vitality. They've been playing really well in the early game as well. And Rogue has been really struggling in the early game, where well, Excel has just been on fire Excel right as the game starts. Like, like really game. strong. Yeah, yeah, really strong early game. Even against, like you're saying, other early game teams like Mad Lions. So Rogue might be able to win this late, but I think this is a, an Excel snowball. Yes. Um, even in the the second game, the regame against Vitality, where they made some mistakes, those were really easily correctable, not making stupid plays. I'd imagine you know it was pretty tilting when he'd been paused for like 40 minutes or whatever it was. Like, and we were tilting <laughs> just trying to watch it. Like, and they had that thing where they came back in for four seconds. Like, at that point, I can give everyone a pass if they sort of lost a bit of the fucking, lost the mind. I wasn't on the prize, as it were, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we'll put a 1,000 DJT on this match. Uh, more than the DRX versus T1, but this one, again, I think we think that XL is going to be the favorite. The matchup itself is good. XL looks like a top two team right now in the context of, of LEC. I think it happened in a best of one, but I think you feel, you feel relative. Um, the next one is another LEC match, which I guess I'm a bit surprised about. It's G2 at 1.53 to 2.504 for Mad Lions. Now we're not going to pick the underdog here. Like G2 really, really looks strong at the moment. And people will, no reason to pick against them. no reason to pick against. Yeah. Look, People look at the BDS game that G2 lost. I think that there are... G2 was trying to play the Live Sandbox RE Vi strategy. They fucked they up their... wouldn't draft that if it was game five of the World's Finals. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There's no universe. Like, I think they thought that they could just run over... It was Okay, yes. there, there's several things here. First off, BDS actually has been pretty good in the early game. It's that they throw the late game. Right. So, yeah. like... If you're a team, I don't really understand the logic of picking a, a composition that needs to do well in the early game against BDS because that's where they're strongest. So it's like, I guess if you're trying to like test your might in the early game, that's worth your time. But if I were playing against BDS, I would just choose scaling champions, play really passive and just wait for them to throw and catch it because they inevitably do that in the most ridiculous ways. So instead, G2 decided, well, we're going to play this really early game composition, lose the early game and then be, not be able to do anything late. And even then, they they still did relatively well with a pretty weak scaling composition. So I think that was a trap game for G2. They It didn't appear that they were taking it super seriously. I think they came in with the wrong plan for that team. Um now, not that Mad Lions is bad by any means, but like, I think Mad Lions is having seen the Excel game as well versus Mad Lions, where Excel just kind of mega clapped them. Like, if G two is prepared for Mad Lions, which you expect them to be, I think they're just stylistically they're kind of similar, and then they're just a better team. So it would be, yeah. I think it's tough for Mad Lions to win this. And you just look at the positions as well. Like they just have the better jungle mid on G two. Like they have the best yes. in the league, don't they? So that unfortunately, that's one of the areas that Mad Lions wants to be strong normally. <laughs> yeah, I it, yeah. It's it's also like you're saying the way that they play through their their lanes. Like, is there is there anybody that we would consider better 
on Mad Lions roster. Maybe ADC. I think you might be able to make that argument. But considering so much of both of these teams' identity is mid-jungle synergy, um, when you have both of those players better on G2, it's it's hard to make a an argument for for Mad Lions. So uh, as we look at this, like it's really just the fact that G2 as as a favorite is is still at one point five, which means that you can get a decent the return. BDS upset. Yeah, you can you know? get a decent return yeah. predicting the favorite here. Um, so I think it's because maybe... let's be real. If that BDS result didn't happen, they'd be an enormous favorite. They would be like down like one point one against all these teams, wouldn't they? Yeah. They were rolling everyone. Aside from that game, they've really been good in the LEC. They've had, yeah. like the, the joke is they all just play well in the games. Yes. Um, so I'm going to put a thousand on this one. You know, if this was one point three, I think this matchup would be less attractive. But over one point five, like I think th there's oh, I agree. A, there's a decent return for for the risk. Um, even though Mad my Lions... general rule on that one, by the way, this is actually as a as an aside, because it's just a general tip as well. The real trick to doing this, which is why we've actually gotten pretty good now, we're actually like winning fairly consistently, is it's also just knowing which ones not to bet on. Like it's not even purely like just essentially like sometimes the trap is like that. It's like oh, I'm just gonna bet on like twenty of these that are all like the underdogs. Like what you actually find is there is like a, like a formula to it. Like for example, if I'm gonna bet on the favorite like you're talking about, I want them to be about over one point three at a minimum if possible. Otherwise, it's like it's I'm not really getting that much value. I'm like the, the yeah. now the underdog if they have a massive one wrecks me. Similarly, if I'm getting the underdog, if I think they're a favorite, it's anywhere over like two. It's almost a snap fucking call for me. Like it's score for it great way. Like if these XL ones are talking about. <laughs> yeah, the the <laughs> that's the difference though here's the difference i wouldn't do the mad lions one for that reason that's one where like the actual price for the favorite like we're saying is pretty good you're not going to get it much higher for a one that feels this is i'm fairly confident they win this one mate i don't think it's that that big an upset yeah potential uh let's move on to talk about uh an lc we'll talk about a couple lcs matches um what the first one more in depth than the second and the first one is TL versus 100 Thieves, which we have very close to even odds for both of these teams. And you have to remember that 100 Thieves kind of got clapped by Cloud9 last week. Great. And this was a Cloud9 yep. that was coming in with three days of practice with yep. their main roster. And some of you might say, well, Team Liquid didn't look... Team Liquid probably should have gone 0-2 last week. But here's the thing about this matchup, guys. Bjergsen is a fucking Jedi who mind controls the enemy team into throwing late. Nobody throws late better than 100 Thieves, right? Uh, this has been Bjergsen's trick throughout his time on TSM and Team Liquid. He's just incredibly patient and will just wait for the other team to make mistakes. I think Team Liquid had an off week. Um, they looked really strong in week one. Yes, like they lost to TSM, um, but I think they'll probably bounce back from this and, and do quite well this week. And I think they're going to take 100 Thieves very seriously as an opponent. There has been nothing about 100 Thieves that makes me have any confidence in them to split. Like, nothing at all. Yes. Abadage's performance has been bad. Bjergsen's performance has been significantly better than it was uh, earlier this year. So on an individual level, he's doing well. Uh, I think I think this game, especially just given the matchups and the fact that we know that Team Liquid can at least hang in games for a very long time, just increases the odds that uh, the throw occurs from 100 Thieves, which has been a hallmark of their, of their time uh, in LCS. Unfortunately. So this yeah, is all to me, say that 1.7 for what I think is a pretty good favorite at Team Liquid oh, is crazy. very good odds. 
to me, this is essentially, these odds are just a, a fucking vote of no confidence in TL. It's nothing to do with 100 Thieves. Like, that's as you say, 100 Thieves haven't given you a reason to believe they're like secretly really good and they're going to win. <laughs> like, if you notice, even when we had um, Guillotto on Summoning Insight, most people are out on 100 Thieves. They sort of feel like this lineup's run its course, seen its better days. Now, at this point in time, you're sort of seeing all the cracks start to show. Meanwhile, as you say, yes, certainly TL's had some really ridiculously bad games. Everyone would expect them to win all these matches. It doesn't really matter though does it like they've got the roster they have it's the same scenario as Fnatic over in LEC you can actually you really do when you have talents like that you have the luxury of fucking around a little bit and messing it around for a few weeks because if you ever get it together you just win all the games don't you, you just win all the way from here on out you can probably still take the top seed even if you get going now so I expect any moment at some point Team Liquid's gonna flip the switch guys come on yes it's obvious in it I mean it looked like they had already flipped the switch at the start of the season like the the level of improvement from the Korean boot camp was huge it was just they they did have a bit of a down week in, in in the second week of competition but i think this is a veteran group of players that i think will fix those those problems pretty quickly get their heads back in the game they may have gotten a, a bit cocky after the first week of play i guess the only downside you know well one of the downsides that you would you would see with this team has been that uh like fbi and who haven't been as strong as as usual or I'm sorry, um, uh, Han Sama hasn't been as strong as usual, and like he's been struggling on Team Liquid. But also, FBI and Huhi have not been as good as they were oh, previously. They oh, no. So like, are they really going to exploit some of like Hans's kind of bad play that we've seen? He's been more or less the weak link on Team Liquid so far this split. Um, so I just don't think that Hundred Thieves is a team that's going to be able to exploit that weakness and win early hard enough to close it out uh, against Team Liquid, who can bounce back pretty well in the late game. So I think I think we'll put we'll put a, a thousand DJT on this matchup for Team Liquid again pretty good returns overall um at 1.7 I think this I mean, is you can get a real favorite at that that's you got to go for it surely Yeah 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 it's certainly even just because the sample size means over time if you have like if you accurately gauge it you're just going to yeah. make edge aren't you like Yeah yeah for sure yeah totally agree um so we'll talk about one more game that uh, the odds aren't on your screen right now, but it is at least a little bit interesting. So Cloud9's at 1.59 to CLG 2.318. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I have to say I'm a bit surprised that these odds are a little bit further apart than the Team Liquid 100 Thieves, because I would consider this a closer matchup. Um but Cloud9 still a pretty good favorite. They're gonna have a. They went 2-0 last week. They're gonna have a second week under their belt now with this new roster. CLG has been and doing the whole thing where Fudge was like remote or something. Yeah, as well, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was playing. So from they're home. getting better and better each week. Hopefully, yeah. Know? I'm sure he'll be back in the studio this week. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think they'll finally be on stage together. They're in a honeymoon phase. They looked pretty good last week. Um, so let's be real. Don't give a fuck about the standings of Cloud9. They didn't start the split with the real team. They had a totally fucking Frankenstein makeshift squad. <laughs> yeah. so and who their cares was that? terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, as far as I'm concerned, they'd just be going last week. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. Cloud9. And, and the fact that they did that on two days or two or three, three days, I think, of practice technically um, is really good. Now, obviously, oh. CLG is coming off uh, a big win against Evil Geniuses. So they've shown yep. that they can hang, hang at the top. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like this version of Cloud9 is, again, significantly stronger. We saw Jensen's performance in, uh, improve significantly last week, probably because he had a bot lane that was actually pulling their their weight. Um, but Jensen's still going to be a, an elite player within this league. So I think 
it's it's a little less sure, I would say. This this is why it's not one of our like four featured matchups this week, because Cloud9 with low synergy could absolutely lose this game. CLG has started with a weak schedule, but then had a very legit win against DG. So maybe you want to take uh, CLG here. And if you do, like those 2.38318, excuse me, odds are, are pretty spicy. Um, but I just think like Cloud9 is still going to be the favorite. It's not exact. It's not, the odds aren't as high as I would like um, for them to be, considering it's probably like 55% Cloud9. But we'll put, We'll put just a little bit. We'll put like uh, we'll put like two fifty on. That's the problem. CLG has looked good so far, and obviously it's been like a cool fucking feel good story for everyone because they've got all the NA players, etc. They don't have any big imports or huge names in the LCS. But all I'll say is this: it's like call me a TSM fan from twenty fourteen because I'm going to undervalue CLG. I don't <laughs> think they're that good. I think that I think they are going to. Here's the thing: based on what I've seen so far, they, they're obviously a playoff. I mean, I know playoffs is like a billion teams in the NA, but they're obviously like a top five team or some north fifth to sixth maybe. But I don't know if I believe. Like I think for me they're competing for like fourth fifth sixth area that's where clg will be they're not gonna be at the top of the league come on guys like that the cinderella story has to end at some point in time yeah yeah i agree with you and also even with the eg win they still have had a weak strength of schedule right um and they should you know they should beat a team like FlyQuest. like let's be real they lost that game um i think that probably this team is fighting for fourth in a best case scenario with 100 thieves um, the question is, can they beat C9 now in a less cohesive state with the, the amount of practice that they've had? And the answer may be yes to that. Um, but I, I still favor C9, so I'm willing to like put 250, just 250 on C9 and see a, a, like a mild return if they win, because I'm not super confident in how that matchup could go. Uh, but I think the longer this split drags on and you look at EG, Team Liquid, and C9, barring some insane collapse like we saw internally at cloud nine last split uh affecting one of these teams you would expect all three of those teams to be better than clg um clg just running with too many like kind of untested inexperienced or frankly worse players <laughs> than any of those rosters uh so yeah i think uh i think uh clg will will return to their rightful place of like maybe better than 100 thieves but also potentially maybe worse <laughs> i think i think them finishing fifth fourth or fifth from being you know kind of a dumpster fire for the last couple of years would be a huge improvement in the organization so will be considered um that'll do it guys uh good talk about all these matchups some, some, uh, as usual, we can dig through all these matches and find some, uh, some good odds for you guys to predict. Remember to go to esportsbet.io. Use our referral link when you sign up to get the deposit bonus or get extra DJT. Remember to head over to the esportsbet Discord as well. Message the mods for more DJT and play along with us through the end of Worlds. Lots of chances, and we hope we are giving you guys good advice. We seem to be doing consistently very well every week, so... Uh, proof is there for you guys if you are enjoying watching this show. Hopefully we're providing some value to you. Thanks a lot for watching.